by Tyrone Moore. Photo by Laker on Pexels.com. Imagine fighting over wooden blocks as an adult. Absurd if you ask me. No we fight over things like parking spaces. Even though these blocks were hollow inside, they still were a foot and a half in width and in length. All the blocks were different colors, with a hole on top as handles. Well, only my first day of school, this little snot, picked up one of the blocks and threw it, and hit me in the head with it. It wasn't a racial thing, because he was just as Hispanic as I was. At any rate, it still hurt enough to cause me to cry. So when the recess bell ranged, I went straight home. We only lived a block from my school. Maria, why are you home so early? Mom asked. They let us go home early today, so they sent me home. I was lying of course. Then the phone ranged. Standing in the hallway, I could hear my mother say, yes she is home. Maria said, that the school sent all the kids home early today. Giving me the benefit of a doubt, the principal said, well perhaps Maria got confused and thought the recess bell meant that school was out. So unfortunately for me, my mother just walked me right back to school, and told me to stay at school, until my sister come to pick me up. When my sister came to pick me up after, school, she was mean to me, and said that I was a tag along. She would hit me and call me names. Why do I always get stuck with you? She raged. I don't know it was worse getting hit in the head with wooden blocks, or getting hit, and called names by my own sister. The next day, I went to school, and there was this little girl named Cynthia. We were fighting over the drinking fountain, outside, between two of the school buildings, during recess. She got real upset and pushed my face down into the water. I then poked her in the eye in retaliation. Cynthia, was a Spanish-Caucasian-looking girl, with long sandy blonde hair. Of course no one saw what she had done to me. I got in worse trouble, and this was only my second day of school. Boy the teacher was furious at me. She made me sit in the corner until recess was over. So again, I went home by myself. Maria, why are you home again so early? My mother inquired. Convincingly I said, they sent me home, because I poked this girl named Cynthia, in the eye. My mother asked me, why did you do that for? I said with my lip out, because she pushed my face in the water. My mother didn't know whether to believe me or not. Then the school called and asked, is Maria home with you? Yes, she is right here, mom said. Maria told me, that the school sent her home, because she got into a fight with another little girl, named Cynthia, during recess. Looking directly through me while holding the phone to her ear. No, Maria was made to stand against the wall until recess was over, said the principal. Trying to find some justification for my actions, mom continued, Maria told me that the other little girl pushed her face in the water. If that is so Mrs. Perez, we did not see that happen. The school's principal, followed his response obviously relieved, that I was safe at home, said. When all the other kids returned to their class after recess, Maria was nowhere to be found, so we called you immediately. And with a disciplined tone to her voice, my mother told the principal. I am going to walk my daughter right back to school, after I have a nice long talk with her. Thank you, mom said. Then she hanged up the phone. Okay Maria let's go, mom said. This time don't you ever leave school until it's over. Do you understand me young lady? I will beat your behind next time. So I stayed, and I hated it. I wanted to be home, because all the kids were so mean to me. I'd rather stay at home, and have my mother yell at me, than to face those kids at school. To get out of going to school, I tried one more plan that I thought, would be foolproof.
I remembered before my first day of school, my mother told me to never let anyone give me a shot for anything. I knew that she had a thing about shots. So to get out of school, I made up a story and told my mother that they did. I had a scar on my knee that looked like I was poked by a needle. See, that's where they gave me a shot, pointing where X marks the spot. It worked, my mom believed me. And boy, my mother was furious. She called the school and complained about the alleged shot to the knee. Neither myself, or my mother, was aware that vaccination for polio, was done in the arm not the knee. Well Mrs. Ramirez, we don't know who told you that, said the nurse. We do not give polio vaccinations on the knee. We give them in the arm. Oh man, I was busted. I never thought she would call the school. My plans, was to have my mother take me out of this school for giving me a shot. Mom took this opportunity to remind the school, to not ever give me, or any of her kids shots, or vaccines, of any sorts. Man I hated school so much, I tried everything to get out of going. So, I got another beating from my mother, and I still had to go to that godforsaken school, the very next day. Photo by Pixabay on Pexels.com A few months before I had started kindergarten, Mrs. Athens, George, and his sister, moved away to Anchorage, after Mr. Athens died of black lungs, that he had gotten from working in the coal mine. My father's cousin moved into the Athens house across the street very soon afterwards. My mother had my dad's cousin Raul's wife watch us kids when she had to take care of some business or two, like taking my little brother Jonathan to see the doctors. He was born a preemie baby and he was sick a lot. My dad cousin's wife name was Nina and they both were my godparents. They had two sons named Jose and Pedro around my older brother's age about 14 and 15 years old. I was thinking how neat it was to go over to visit them, because I knew the family that lived in that house before my godparents had moved into the house across the street, that the Athens lived in. What I had liked about my godfather, he loved to hold me and would let me sit on his lap. Something my dad would never allow me to do with him. He'd always push me away. And I had always craved that male affection. So when I'd sit on my godfather's lap when no one was around, he would touch my legs. And he would touch other places. At the time, I thought it was a normal thing to do. In fact, I looked forward to having him touch me like that. It felt good to me, even when his hand went up my skirt and inside my private parts. What a great feeling. One day my godmother was in the La Cocina, the kitchen, cooking, and my godfather asked me, do you want to go upstairs with me? Because I have something to show you. I said, okay poppy. He had lead me to their bedroom. Then he told me to have a seat on the bed. So I did. He sat next to me and started touching my legs and my thighs. It felt good, as it always did like before. His fingers went inside me as I got aroused. Although when he turned me over onto my stomach, I started to feel very uncomfortable, as he proceeded to pull down my panties a little. This was something he never did before. Then I felt what seemed to me to be a gigantic finger going inside my rectum. It was warm and very painful. And with one thrust of his gigantic finger, which was actually his penis, I screamed out in pain. My godfather jumped up immediately, as I used that opportunity to get up from underneath him, and I ran as fast as I could out of the bedroom, pulling up my panties crying. I ran down the stairs as my godmother was looking disturbed, she tried to stop me before I had reached the front door. She asked me, Que pasa Nina? What happened? I didn't answer her as I ran out the front door. I could hear ask my godfather, Raul, what happened to little Nina? I don't know. I think she had fallen or something. He replied.
End of episode 5. This story will continue in the next episode 6. You are cordially invited to continue reading this tragic story about the innocence taking from a naive and trusting little girl. Find out what happens next as Linda tries to figure out in her mind what her godfather had just done to her. So far I hope, that this was time well spent together. Please leave a comment below, describing what you think of this story, thus far. I would most appreciate your feedback. Thank you. Sincerely. Tyrone Moore